Uh, as the world marks the first anniversary of the Abraham Accords, highlighting the new relationship between the UAE and Israel, the chief rabbinate in the UAE has created a special prayer for synagogues around the world to mark the historic occasion. The prayer will be distributed to more than a thousand synagogues around the world, including those associated with the Rabbinical Council of America. August the 13th, this is uh, a year ago tomorrow, August the 13th, the U.S., the United Arab Emirates, rather, and Israel announced that they would be establishing relations, followed by Bahrain and Israel on September the 11th. And days later, on September 15th, the three countries signed the Abraham Accords Declaration, which stated the recognition of the importance of maintaining and strengthening peace in the Middle East and around the world based on mutual understanding and coexistence, as well as respect for human dignity and freedom, including religious freedom. Chief Rabbi of the UAE is our good friend Rabbi Yehuda Sarna, he is with us live via telephone. Rabbi Sarna, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Well, it's it's great to be here with you, and uh, I'm actually speaking to you from New York, though given the weather that you announced, I may as well be in Dubai. I mean, it, I'm looking right now, it's 99 in Dubai and 96 in New York, I so bet, you tell me. You I, tell me. I, I bet you a little drier in Dubai, though. That's what I would wager. <laughs> a, little, a little less humid over there. Uh, and more tolerable. But anyway, <laughs> enough about the weather. Um, so this year went by pretty quickly, wouldn't you say? Well, I, I wouldn't say. I mean, it's a full year. And, and I think that it makes sense for us at this moment to take a look back and see where we come. And if I would have told you this date last year yeah. about what would occur this year, no, no one would have believed it. Yeah. I mean, I, I would, I would certainly would not have believed if you would have told me. You know, you know what's interesting. A couple of points. First of all, the um, the warnings. I think that's a good way of putting it. The warnings that we were given by so many in the media. Forget about the warnings from other Arab countries and leaders. Put those aside for a moment. But the media was convinced that any type of recognition by the UAE of Israel, Israel of the UAE, would put Jewish lives in danger, would make the Middle East explode, would bring us to the to a boiling point that we've never seen before. Uh, many of us did not believe that. Uh, it's wonderful, though, a year later to see that none of that really happened. Well, what you've seen is actually just the opposite. I mean, you've seen a flourishing of Jewish life. You know, kosher restaurants being established, kosher uh, organizations being established, multiple minyanim taking place, hundreds of thousands of Israeli visitors. I mean, there were points in the year when every single hotel lobby you walked into, you would hear Hebrew. Um, and, and, of course, you have, you know, tra- trade is underway, and et cetera. So, so you've seen just the opposite. And I'll tell you, in, in May, during the war with Hamas, um, people in the UAE were calling their relatives all over, in the United States, in Israel, in the U.K., in Europe, asking them if they were okay, but the place that people felt safe was, was in the UAE, uh, where there, was, there were no anti-Semitic incidents. But look, uh, um, it, that's the reason why a year later we decided to compose a, a Tzvila, uh, just, to, just, to, just to say thank you to Hashem for what has occurred and to get us focused with a regional mindset on the things that are really pulling the region together, not pulling them apart. I, I, mean, I, I, need, I need you to backtrack for one second because you, you just said something so important that I hope, I hope people realize what you just stated. There were less anti-Semitic incidents during the height of the Gaza War in May in the UAE than there were in the United States, and you, and you could state that without any reservation. With 
without reservation, uh, without reservation. And look, I'm, I'm not primarily a, a political commentator or pundit, but, um, but I think that if, if you do a political analysis, you'll see that, that ultimately when it comes to the normalization with uh, Arab states, that even though Hamas certainly intended, they said it, they wanted the, 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 uh, the war to stop the normalization. Right. They see normalization as an existential threat. When we started, when we launched the Association of Gulf Jewish Communities, you know, bonding together Jews who are living in all each of the um, Gulf states, uh, Hamas, of all people, came out against it uh, and, and, and uh, was critical for it, uh, about it. I mean, more than critical, they condemned it. Why? Because Hamas thrives on the enmity between Arabs and Jews. And any uh, reconciliation or, or, or display of not only tolerance but friendship between Arabs and Jews are, uh, is, is like a rocket to Hamas. It, it hurts them. Wow. It really, really hurts them. And so that's why so much of their focus was in May was about disrupting normalization. Rabbi Yehuda Sarna is with us, Chief Rabbi of the UAE. It's a year since the Abraham Accords were signed. The other thing I had to ask you was um, a few weeks ago on this show, um, you know, full disclosure because <laughs> it happened while we were on the air, uh, we were informed by somebody in Israel that this um, secret practice of trying to pray on Harabayit had become much more open, meaning one would not bring a sidur to Harabayit now, but you could actually... Davin with a minion, as they're doing every single day. This was the revelation that happened for us on the air. As they're doing every day now in Harabai with a minion, uh, without Sidurim, okay, but and people are looking the other way. Um, and whatever, we could discuss why that is and whether the new government has anything to do with it, but forget that for a moment. Um, I heard this, and I started to inquire from people, from other people, not just the one source we had, who I know spend a lot of time, on Harabayit, and they made a very interesting comment to me. They said that they feel one of the reasons that there is so much more tolerance, both among the Arabs, Jordan, etc., and the Israelis for this practice on Harabayit is the Abraham Accords, that if, if a country like the UAE and Israel can establish friendly relations uh, then, then we, then there is an air, an atmosphere of tolerance that seeps to the rest of the Israeli and our world, including one of the hotspots, Harabayit. What do you think of that? Well, I mean, hotspot is the right word. Look, I, 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 I hope so. I hope there is uh, that there is an influence of religious tolerance that emanates from multiple places in the world. Right. Uh, I think what's being built in the UAE, that the Abrahamic family house with a uh, mosque, church, synagogue, separate buildings, okay, separate buildings, but on the same campus. Um, I, I hope that is, that becomes kind of a, a, a model. And it, the, the model is not in the, in the architecture. The model is in the recognition that, you know, what one group of people can have their holy site and other people group can have their holy site. And it, doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. In what way, really, does the fact that a, um, uh, 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 there's a, a prayer place for Muslims close to a, uh, there's a, player, a prayer place for 
how does that lessen the sanctity of a place? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I get it. Sometimes one idea of, of Kedusha is, it has to do with exclusivity, right? It's for this purpose and not for another purpose. But if you have separate spaces, like, yeah. I, I don't know, solving these issues on Harvite above my pay grade. And, and I, and I but can, what I do right. know, what I do know is that there can be influence of, of, uh, of, uh, of mutual respect, you know, when that's set as a tone. A lot of people use the term warm peace to describe uh, uh, what has occurred over the past year, a warm peace. And the difference between a cold peace and a warm peace is this. A cold peace, people respect the treaty. Warm peace, people respect each other. And and, and that's what's got to be. Look, I said it to you. I mean, for for me, if I wouldn't have done, if I wouldn't have made the trip to Dubai and broadcasted from there, I, I don't know if I would feel the way I do. But... I felt a a a respect, a mutual respect with the people there that I never felt, or I should say more accurately, that in the last thirty years I never felt while being in Jerusalem. And there's there's something to it. There's something to that. And by the way, not to get into this now because we're going way down the road on this, and and I hope to tackle this much more slowly in the future. Uh, but you know, there there are many who would say to you that uh, when it comes to the you know the the um, issue of holiness, kedusha, etc. I, I mean, having a mosque next door to a synagogue, both both religions outrightly proclaiming that they are monotheistic. I don't know if you know that many Torah giants would have a problem with it, frankly. Um, so, I, you know, separate buildings. Yeah, listen, if separate, it's separate buildings, buildings, I don't know of anybody. Who would come out against it? Why? What? Yeah. What, what is the halachic issue? Yeah. I don't think that there's any, as far as I can tell, as far as I've heard. And and by the way, any God I've spoken to about the Abrahamic family house, there's nothing but excitement. Interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. Where about Yehuda Sarnas? I'm just, I'm processing all of this. <laughs> um, um, Rabbi Yehuda Sarnas with us, Chief Rabbi of the UAE. All right. So there's a special tefillah now. Uh, I don't know how you're going to deal with those in our community who feel that there's no such thing today of uh, of inserting a new tefillah or you know having a new one. It seems to me that that the, that those same people find ways to in fact uh, create and insert new tefillot when possible. But that's a completely separate issue, Rabbi Sarda. Which I'll well, this is not being this uh, this is not being mandated. I right. don't think people have to. Correct. If someone wants to say a parak of tehillim, vakasha. That's just as good. Good. I wanted to. What I wanted to do is put something out there. If people did feel like they want to mark this time, whether it's the announcement, August thirteenth, whether it's the time of the signing, you know, coming up, which will be uh, September fifteenth on, on Arab Yom Kippur, but right. the Hebrew Day, English Day. Right. It's just important for me that we take a moment and say thank you, Takash Baruch and that just like we prayed for things that occurred this past year, that we continue to dive in for what will come in the future. This takes work. That's what everybody will say. Warm peace, does, it doesn't just happen. It takes risk, it takes work, it takes effort, and it takes tefillah. Let me uh, read some of the excerpts from this. This is your tefillah. You wrote it, correct? Yes. Uh, Hebrew as well? Hebrew, English? The, uh, uh, the Hebrew was adapted by a friend of mine named Ariel Fogelman, so it's not a word-by-word translation. Also, we wanted to keep... Your listeners won't be able to... To, to see this right now because we're just on the air, but but uh, it's an acrostic in English and Hebrew, uh, Abraham, Abraham. Um, so 
it's not a word for word translation. Oh boy, this is brilliant. I love it. Yeah, I see now the acrostic in both. And the, by the way, the, 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 the Hebrew is remarkable. The English ain't so bad uh, as well, by the way. No, uh, no, the Hebrew is much better. Yeah, I mean, the Hebrew because, is, because very, you, po- is because, very poetic. Because, very, very, very because poetic. Frankly, you, when, you can read the Hebrew. Because, Ariel did a fabulous job. You can go ahead and do the Hebrew. Because frankly, when it comes to Tfilot, Hebrew outdoes English. What can I tell you? You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you include here, uh, again, excerpts for everybody. Uh, so we get the theme here. Uh, protect and shine his countenance upon all the children of Sarah. Hagar and Keturah, along with all others who join in the covenant of Abraham in the land of Israel and in Arab lands, uh, bless our youth with aspirations of interconnectedness. Right, you were just talking about that. Raise up the destitute from the dirt, and that's of course you know across the board, not just our people. Almighty God, pour your favor upon the religious leaders, educators, artists, and activists who devote their lives to fulfilling your promise by bringing blessing to all the families of the earth. And Rabbi Sarna, I might add to that, by the way. Uh, how significant a line that is, because remember, it is the religious leaders, educators, artists, and activists who are the ones who incite violence against Jews when they want to. And and, and, and inspire peace. And, and inspire peace correct. when they want to. Exactly. And, and this was decidedly, this was not a prayer for any government. Right. We were not, this was not, right. this was a uh, uh, for the strength in the hand of uh, 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 of the of civil society leaders, religious leaders, artists, educators. I mean, think about the classrooms. Yeah. I mean, this yep. is this has got to be a piece of the classrooms. You know, it, 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 it and 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 the more yeah, and we can strengthen the hand of teachers and the art galleries you know, and the lecturers and the and the people who are doing adult education. Everybody, a hundred percent. Yeah. Honor and yeah. safeguard the freedom of religion, con- uh, religion, uh, conscience, language, education, and culture, and secure our holy. And by the way, that that line is from Israel's Declaration of Independence. Wow. Uh, education and culture, and secure our holy sites, sacred books, and libraries. As you are our God, our healer, renew our breath in the fact of illness. Uh, as we, and that I put in because of the pandemic, of course. The, right. You know, pandemic oh, and, me, in the yeah. face of illness, rather. In the face of illness, we do that which is upright in your eyes. Yeah, imagine this was signed in the height of the pandemic. This was signed in the height of the pandemic last year. August, I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, maybe it wasn't April, but I mean, we're talking about, you know, a really sensitive yeah. time for the entire world. Uh, may you summon the deserts to bloom and the land to sustain us, as the prophet says, uh, with some beautiful quotes, of course. And then finally, we are together the stars of the heavens and the sands of the seashore, let us walk in your righteous path and let us say amen. I mean, it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Oh, I should have said, by the way, and this one I'm going to do in Hebrew, and, and we don't think about this in this context. That's why it's so important. That's why this prayer is so vital, in my opinion, because it brings themes to the forefront that we just never think of. You write here, Ki Yishmael v'yitzchak shechavru yachtav l'chabedet avinu Avraham, you write as 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 they they toil for their own well uh, nations and parties they toil for their own welfare and the good of others as Isaac and Ishmael join together to honor their father Abraham and really in Hebrew it is better because it's Avinu Avraham Avinu I know I know I know he did a better job than me. He's but, fabulous. But, yeah. but, but I mean, what an important theme for our for us to remind our children and grandchildren about that there was a time where the two leaders, the the two progenies of Abraham, our father Abraham, 
were together paying tribute properly to him, meaning to Avram, after his passing. And 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 you know, and just like that that just like they set that example, we could follow in that example. Anyway. I think Look, I, I'm 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 happy you're you're reading it, uh, and yeah. and and because I, I um, we need to stretch our imagination. We yep. need to stretch our spiritual. I'm imagination. telling you, you're you're bringing themes to the forefront that we never considered. You know, we have to. This is the time of year to have our eyes open. I did in our Elul Chesed campaign. I said, you know, that there's certain things that we have always known about as a community, but but until we got slapped in the face with it, we didn't realize, you know, the extent of the problem that we need to solve. Here is another example of that, where of course we know we all went to day school. We know that Avraham had two children that you know that had some relate that had some type of effective relationship with him, but we never associated the fact that you know for generations those two could get along there could be as you say a warm peace between those two factions absolutely so there you absolutely. go absolutely just it's all in the torah it's all in the torah how do people access the prayer if they want to see it up close and personal or they have to wait for the rca it's to on, get it no no it's online it's online um it's on uh, our website it's there it's the name of our show in dubai um, and it was uh, a few articles that went out, but maybe if there's a way, nothing for you to send it out to your listeners. Yeah, but once, but once on, I, on let, your website. But let's do this. Slow, uh, let's do this slowly. What, what's the web address where people can find it? Say it again. It's Share Mizrach. The S H A. One second. S H A A R E I M I Z R A H. And that is the synagogue in Dubai. That's right. Uh, 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 .ae is the is the, uh, the end of it. .ae and you go to the yeah and you .ae. go to the homepage and there it is and there it is just press download. Kolakavod, really beautiful what you did, and it's amazing that it's a year later. And uh, let's hope that this trend continues. Um, I mean, with your with your tefillot, with everyone's yeah, tefillot. Bezrat Hashem. Uh, great speaking to you. Uh, happy anniversary, Arisarna. <laughs> okay, yes, and uh, and keep cool. Okay, keep yes, cool. Yes, I'm going to try my best. Chief Rabbi of the UAE and the the author of the brand new prayer for the Abrahamic family and its covenant in celebration of one year of the Abraham Accords, Rabbi Yehuda Sarna. We thank him very, very much for joining us here on a Thursday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.